The LA Kings are back in action. We're going to see some new lines and the return of Victor Arvidsson. But will we see a win? That and more on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show. That's been putting out content for the past 17 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. The LA Kings are back in action after that embarrassing 7-0 drubbing at the hands of the Buffalo Sabres on Tuesday in the worst loss of the season and the worst performance of the season. As a result, we are going to see some different lines tonight, both due to the Kings' performance recently and due to one injury and one player returning from injury. Now, we did not mention this on Wednesday's show because of all the hand-wringing we were doing over the terrible loss, but Kings forward Carl Grundstrom did get injured in that game against Buffalo, missed about half the game, a lower body injury. Uh, he's already returned to L.A. for further evaluation and he, along with Kings center Blake Lazat today were both placed on long-term injured reserve. We'll go into the details of what that means in a moment. Uh, according to friend of the show, Austin Stanovich of the Hockey News, who covers the LA Kings, this move gives the Kings about $3 million in cap relief. So that answers the question of who is going to be coming off the roster for the return of Victor Arvidsson. Speaking of Victor Arvidsson, he was officially activated off of long-term injured reserve today that means that Grundstrom and Lazat will be out for 10 games or 24 days now it wasn't announced if Lazat has been placed on LTIR retroactively to a previous date which the Kings can do and likely will do meaning that he could return 10 games and 24 days after that date as uh for the long-awaited return of Victor Arvidsson, he'll be seeing his first action in a game that matters since Game 6 of last season's Stanley Cup playoff series against the Edmonton Oilers. Of course, he had back surgery, a second back surgery while with the LA Kings. Uh, and in Victor Arvidsson, the Kings will get a player who put up 26 goals and 59 points in 77 regular season games last season. He is a creative player. He is a player that makes others around him better. He can get assists, he can get goals, uh, and he can also, in particular, help out with the Kings' number one power play unit. Uh, we'll see how that affects the Kings' power play. I think if there is going to be a place we could see an immediate impact with Victor Arvidsson, it would be on the power play. And, of course, him being inserted onto what we believe will be the number one power play unit uh, would mean that somebody would slide off that unit, go down to the second unit, and make that unit just a little bit better. We'll have to see how that obviously shakes out so let's check out what the kings lineup is expected to look like for tonight's big game against the new jersey devils uh you will have uh three different looking lines as far as the top three lines for the kings 
Andre Kopitar will still be setting the top line along with Quentin Byfield, but Kevin Fiala apparently is going to join them on the top line. Uh, Philip Deneau will be centering the second line along with Trevor Moore. Victor Arvidsson sliding back in with that trio that he is very familiar with. So that line back together again. And that means, I guess, kind of the odd man out is Adrian Kempe, the Kings' leading goal, leading scorer, uh, is now on the third line with Pierre-Luc Dubois and rookie Alex Laferriere. The fourth line is unchanged. Alex Turcotte in the middle with Trevor Lewis. Actually, I'm wrong. It's not unchanged because Jarrett Anderson Dolan uh, is taking Carl Grunstrom's spot on the wing on that fourth line. So the entire forward unit, all four lines will have a different look to them. Uh, I did not see the Fiala uh, promotion, if you want to call it that, to the top line. I did not see the Kempe move down to the third line. Not surprised at all that Victor Arvidsson is on that second line with Deneau and more. Again, they are very familiar with each other. But uh, I, I thought it would be Fiala and Dubois together, and the top line would stay the same. But uh, head coach Jim Hiller deciding to, again, completely give you a different look on all four lines. Uh, I'm all for it, um, especially after that last performance. So let's see how it works out. Uh, let's see how Adrian Kempe teams up with Pierre-Luc Dubois and how that goes. As far as the defensive pairings, nothing uh, new to report. Mikey Anderson and Drew Doughty together again. Vladislav Gavrikov and Matt Roy together again. And Andreas England and Jordan Spence together again. So Spence again in the lineup for Brant Clark. As for the goaltending, they're going back to David Riddick. Uh, not a surprise there as Cam Talbot uh, you know, has not kind of proven that he should probably be back as the number one goalie. Uh, obviously, he came in for Riddick in the last game after two periods and didn't look great uh, there as well. If he had come in, pitched a shutout, looked really good, maybe they decide to really change things up all the way around. But I, I agree with the decision to go back to David Riddick. He's been the better goalie. And that game against Buffalo, as I mentioned on yesterday's show, uh, that that was not about um, the goaltending being bad. It was about the entire team being bad. Now, the goalies weren't good. Uh, but again, that was just a, a situation where there was no support for any of the goaltenders. Uh, and we'll certainly talk more about that when we look ahead to the Kings' keys to victory tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. So, new Kings head coach, Jim Hiller. Obviously, uh, not wanting to keep things status quo after that embarrassing loss to Buffalo. We knew there would likely be a bit of a shakeup, but we also knew that there would be a bit of a shakeup because of the return of Victor Arvidsson. That was obviously going to affect the lines. Uh, would it would it affect where Kevin Fiala played? As it turns out, I guess the answer is yes, but I guess moreover, where Adrian Kempe is at. So uh, very interested to see how these new lines affect the lineup. Uh, obviously really interested to see what the return of Victor Arvidsson can do to inject not only some life into things, but also that first power play unit. If the Kings get opportunities tonight against the the, the uh, Devils, Victor Arvidsson on that top unit, he's a guy who can finish. He's a guy who can set players up. So really excited to see him in particular on that power play unit. And obviously when you, sh when you shake things up like this, there's the potential for the positive and maybe the potential for the negative, the positive, you're you kind of inject some more life into things. Um, maybe players can get a little bit too comfortable kind of playing with each other. And when you're playing with somebody new, you're not always quite as aware of what they might do. So you got to kind of be on your toes uh, throughout. Um, but on the negative side, sometimes when you play a long time with a player like Andre Kovatar and Adrian Kembe together, you develop a natural chemistry 
the NHL game moves extremely fast and sometimes there's not a lot of time to process things and maybe that extra moment or two positively or negatively can affect things. Uh, you know, you don't have to, you know, kind of look and see what that guy's going to do because you know what he's going to do because you've done it time and time again. But there's also just a natural look. Hockey players are hockey players. They, you know, if you're doing the right things, you should be able to play with just about anybody. And, you know, look, injuries happen. Things happen. There's going to be lineup changes. You have to be versatile as a professional as well. So that's what the LA Kings are doing tonight. Um, with Carl Grundstrom out of the lineup, you're losing one of those straight line kind of guys, um, a guy that can bring a physical physical side. That's not Victor Arvidsson's game. With Victor Arvidsson coming in, obviously you're getting a more creative player, a player who can make his own shot and can make players around him uh, a lot better. So yeah, they do a little. They, yeah, they lose a little bit with the physicality of Grundstrom, but they gain a lot more with the creativity uh, and the finishing ability of a guy like Victor Arvidsson. So the Kings will be kind of looking in a mirror tonight against a team that's in a similar situation than themselves. We will give you the tail of the tape between the LA Kings and the New Jersey Devils. That is next here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by Camino Consulting. How would you like to get to know someone better in an hour than you would in a year? Understanding one another better prevents small misunderstandings from becoming big ongoing fights. After providing more than 20 years of service to small and medium-sized businesses, helping management groups navigate conflicts and onboarding new employees, Camino is offering a digital seminar for families and couples did your valentine's gift of tickets to the game not go over as well as you had hoped uh, get the couples and family online seminar at 25 percent off for the month of february using the discount code locked on again that is discount code locked on for 25 percent off the rest of the month at camino consulting.ca that's c-a-m-i-n-o consulting.ca or mention locked on when reaching out for a business seminar and receive the first five profiles free. Hey, uh, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. TV. Well, it's the LA Kings against the New Jersey Devils. This is game two of the Kings four game road trip. LA comes into this contest with a record of 24, 16, and 10, fourth place in the Pacific Division, seventh place in the Western Conference, 15th place in the NHL with 58 points. The Kings are 15, 6, and 4 on the road. And of course, coming off that embarrassing 7 0 loss to the Buffalo Sabres on Tuesday. The New Jersey Devils are 27-21-4, fourth place in the Metropolitan Division. They're ninth in the Eastern Conference and 16th in the NHL. The same number of points as RLA Kings with 58. The Devils are 12-2 uh, at home, uh, coming off a loss, uh, or excuse me, coming off a win uh, in Nashville over the Predators on Tuesday by a score of 4-2. Uh, the Kings are still 15th in the NHL in goals scored per game at 3.10. They are still fifth in the NHL in goals allowed per game at 2.68. Obviously, those, those numbers both were affected negatively by the 7-0 loss, but not so much so that they moved out of where they rank 
as far as all 32 teams in the NHL. The Devils are ninth in goals scored per game at 3.38. They're 26th in the league in goals allowed per game at 3.44. So just statistically speaking, it's strength against weakness, the Kings defense against the Devils offense, and the Kings uh, offense against the Devils defense. So it's, you know, again, it's strength against strength or weakness against weakness when you look at it that way. Uh, the Kings are still 15th in the NHL on the power play, uh, 21.1%, but still number one in the NHL on the penalty kill at 87.2%. New Jersey, 10th on the power play in the NHL at 23.7%, 19th on the penalty kill, 79.5%. So again, uh, the Kings' strength is the penalty kill. The Devils' strength is the power play, so strength against strength and and weakness against weakness in that respect as well. Uh, individually, the Kings are led in points by Adrian Kempe, 44 points, 17 goals, and 27 assists. Trevor Moore is still the Kings' leading goal scorer with 21, but only one goal in his last 10 games. For New Jersey, Jesper Bratt leads the team in points with 56. He's got 20 goals and 36 assists. And the leading goal scorer for the New Jersey Devils, former LA Kings Stanley Cup winner Tyler Toffoli, who has 22 goals on the season. As for the two netminders, it should be um, an interesting matchup of uh, David Riddich going for the Kings. A record of 6-2-3, 2.22 goals against average and a 9-19 save percentage. The number is still decent despite that uh, five goals allowed in two periods in his last game. He does have the one shutout against Edmonton this past Saturday. Uh, of course, he was pulled after two periods in that game against Buffalo. As for New Jersey, we're not exactly sure who they're going to start in that. Now, their number one goalie is a guy named Vitek Vanacek. He has not played in their last two games due to illness and apparently some kind of minor injury or maybe the combination of both. They decided not to play him. Uh, on the season, He, if he goes, he's 17-9-3, 3.18 goals against average, 8.90 save percentage. Uh, he did lose his last start against Calgary 5-3. Uh, so if they don't go with Vanacek, they've got a couple other options. Nico Dawes has started their last two games. He's 5-5 five and five on the season, 3.02 goals against average, 906 save percentage. And they also have Akira Schmid on the roster as well. He's 5-7-1 this year, 3.26 goals against average, and an 8.93 save percentage. If Vanacek is feeling better, it should be him. If he's not, it looks like it'll probably be Nico Dawes in net. For New Jersey. This is the first of two meetings between these two teams. Devils will be in LA for their second and final meeting of the season coming up on March the 3rd. And of the course, the two teams did match up in the 2012 Stanley Cup final with the Kings winning in six games to capture their first Stanley Cup championship. As for the Devils, they were a dark horse by many to be a Stanley Cup contender. This season, very much expected to be a playoff team, but this season has not gone as planned. They are two points out of a playoff spot right now in the Eastern Conference standings, trailing the Detroit Red Wings. So every game is important for the New Jersey Devils right now, just as it is for the LA Kings. These are two teams in very similar situations. Again, the Kings are looking to hold on to a wildcard spot. The Devils are looking to claw their way into a playoff spot. Now, New Jersey has been hurt by injuries this year, especially to their top player, star Jack Hughes, one of the bright young stars in the NHL. He's only played two games or only did play two games in the month of January. 
But still, even though he's been in and out of the lineup a bit, 17 goals and 31 assists, he is still a player the Kings will have to pay a lot of attention to. Tonight, we mentioned Tyler Toffoli and Jesper Bratt. They also have Captain Nico Heischer, who's a very good player. Uh, former Shark Timo Meyer, who we are familiar with, is on the team. He's kind of been their P.L. Dubois, a guy they picked up at the trade deadline before last season. Uh, or was it actually was that last season? They picked him up at the trade deadline. Um, and he really hasn't done much. He's uh, He's been an underachiever for them, and they signed him to a long-term extension. Um, so, again, he's kind of their P.L. Dubois. Uh, they also have Stanley Cup winner Andre Palat, uh, who uh, was always a great playoff performer for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And um, they've talked about the injury to Jack Hughes. They also have not had veteran defenseman Dougie Hamilton for most of the season due to injury, and I don't believe he's going to be playing unless they're able to make the playoffs. So that's a big been a big loss for them. Uh, so the injury to Hamilton, the injury to Hughes somewhat explains why they've been underachieving this year. And that is likely why they did not go the route of the LA Kings and look to make a coaching change. Uh, they are led by veteran head coach, Lindy Ruff, who was the longtime head coach of the Buffalo Sabres. As for the Kings keys, the victory tonight, uh, I say number one is a pretty obvious one. Get back to your identity. What is that? That is playing good, hard-nosed defense, limiting your opponent's scoring chances. The Kings did not do a good job of that against Buffalo, to say the least. That is an understatement. The Sabres, even though they got quite a few fewer shots than the Kings, their quality scoring chances, their uh, ability to get in the high-danger areas and score goals was way, way too easy. So the Kings need to get back to that identity, a good, solid defensive team, making it difficult for your opponent to get good scoring chances. Number two, play hard, but play clean. Uh, you know, the Kings obviously uh, need to have a better effort all the way around than they did in their last game. But also, it's not just enough to hustle. It's not just enough to fly around the ice. They also need to have good breakouts. They need to have crisp passing so that they can get that defense-to-offense transition game going. They certainly didn't have that against the Buffalo Sabres. And number three, back to a balanced attack. When you look at the lines now, you've got a standout finisher, right, on each line. You've got now Kevin Fiala on the top line. You've got Trevor Moore on that second line with Victor Arvidsson. You've got Adrian Kempe on the third line. When the Kings have been at their best this year, it's been a lineup that has contributed all the way around. Four lines getting the job done. So we'll see how this lineup change can help the Kings. But a balanced attack, getting a lot of people involved, obviously scoring a goal would help as well as they uh, did not get a goal in their last game. Um, on X, formerly known as Twitter, I saw the guys over at the Royal Rant podcast put up a post today. And it said, anybody know which version of the at LA Kings is going to show up tonight? And they had... It was a little poll. Uh, choice number one was was A, solid NHL playoff team. And the choice number two, B, was beer league all-stars. And uh, I responded, I think we need a C. Absolutely no idea. Because I don't have any idea what we're going to see tonight. Now, we should see two desperate teams looking to play some hard-nosed hockey because of the situations that they find themselves in. Um, but realistically, I don't know what we're going to see from the LA Kings. Is it going to be the team that looks sharp and fast in a 4-0 shutout of the Oilers? 
Or is it going to be the team that looks sloppy and disconnected in a 7-0 blowout against the Sabres? If you're asking me to make my prediction, I would have thought we would have lost to the Oilers but beaten the Sabres. And of course, that is the exact opposite of what happened. So I don't know what we're going to see tonight from the LA Kings. I know what I hope we're going to see, but I don't know what we're going to see. I am just as curious to find out as everybody else because I don't know that anybody knows exactly what we're going to see tonight. So not only are the LA Kings playing a big game tonight, all the teams the Kings are either chasing or looking to hold off in terms of a wildcard spot are in action playing big games as well. We'll give you the details on that next here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. You should not have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. I don't because I use Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all these sports, music, comedy, and theater events to you. I have used Game Time this year to buy tickets to NHL and NFL games, and I am a very satisfied customer because the app is super easy to navigate and use. They've got killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and their best price guaranteed. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. And I love how you can view your seat before you buy it so you know exactly the view you're going to get when you arrive. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. All-in pricing shows you the total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps of the app. Download that Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that is LOCKEDONNHL, L-O-C-K-E-D-N-H-L, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. The LA Kings take on the New Jersey Devils, 4 p.m. Pacific time today. Catch every moment of the hometown broadcast to your LA Kings with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search LA Kings. Now, there were no games of interest last night involving any of the Kings, uh, you know, teams that they're involved with as far as trying to chase down or hold off for a wildcard spot. So the Kings going into tonight's game, still the number one wildcard team uh, as they take on the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Edmonton still at 63 points, still four points up on, excuse me, five points up on the LA Kings for that third spot in the Pacific division. St. Louis still at 58 points tied with the Kings, but the Kings have played two fewer games. So they have the tie break over St. Louis Nashville still at 56 points. Uh, they are two points back of the Kings for a wildcard spot and the blues. Uh, the Calgary flames have 55 points. They're three points out and Seattle 54 points. They're four points back of the LA Kings. Um, Actually, there are, well, my math skills are just amazing. Um, Yeah, four points. They are four points back. 58 minus 54 is four. I did not get this job because of my math skills. All right, coming up tonight, again, everyone on that list of teams I just named, except Seattle, is going to be in action. Uh, The Blues are taking on the Oilers. Uh, The Predators are taking on the Stars. Kraken, are at the Bruins, so yes, I'm, I'm wrong. Um, even Seattle is in action. Uh, and the Flames host the Sharks. So every one of those teams, uh, everybody is in action. So um, looking at the matchups, there's some there's some tough games tonight for the for the teams that the Kings are, are battling with. Uh, the Blues against the Oilers, obviously that's a real tough game for St. Louis. Predators against the Stars, the top team in the Central Division, that's a tough game for them. Uh, cracking at the Bruins. That's a real tough game. The only exception would be the flames against the sharks. I would expect Calgary to gain some ground on LA or at least not lose any ground. If the Kings are able to win 
as well. So it's still the same situation, though, uh, for the L.A. Kings that regardless of what happens tonight against New Jersey, uh, they will still at the very least have the number two wildcard spot. Now, if St. Louis wins, they would pass them for the number one wildcard. And if Nashville wins, they would be tied with L.A. with 58 points. Again, if the Kings lose in regulation and the Predators win, but the Kings have the tiebreaker over Nashville because of the Predators playing more games at this point. So even worst case scenario, Kings losing regulation and the Blues and the Predators both win, the Kings would still have that number two wildcard spot in the Western Conference. But let's certainly hope it doesn't come to that. Uh, coming up uh, tomorrow, we obviously are going to have, I do want to mention real quick, I playoff start today. Kings number one wild card. They would face the Dallas Stars uh, in the first round of the playoffs. For you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day, coming up on Friday show, obviously a full recap of the Kings versus Devils and a in-depth look at exactly how Victor Arvidsson looked in his first game back. Plus, it is Friday, so it's a Kings fan feedback show. Uh, love to get your thoughts on what's going on with the LA Kings. Uh, you can send an email, lockedoneddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E. Your comments are always welcome as well if you're watching on the YouTube channel. Uh, and you can reach out on social media as well. I did get a uh, a, a message from a listener for the feedback show on X. Uh, we are on X, formerly Twitter, and Instagram at Kings. And if you're on there and you want to follow back, just ask, and uh, I will absolutely do that. I usually try to do it anyway but sometimes things fall through the cracks. Uh, so that's going to do it for today's show. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Have a great rest of your day. Uh, hopefully we uh, get to talk about a Kings win tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.